friends, and welcome back to Girl on Fire, the financial independence podcast for independent women. My name is Priya. I'm a chartered accountant and analyst and the creator of Paper Money Co. I'm also a fierce financial feminist and the host of this podcast. I believe that a woman who is in control of her money is in control of her life. This week, we're talking about asset allocation and rebalancing your portfolio. This is an area that can trip up new investors, so I thought it would be a good idea to touch up on it a little bit on this show. If you want ad-free episodes, then join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash podcast. All patrons get access to ad-free episodes, but patrons at the Pyromaniac tier are also getting extended episodes with bonus content. This week's bonus content includes a breakdown of my own asset allocation, as well as a look at how your asset allocation and portfolio structure typically change as you get older. As always, Girl on Fire is about learning, so grab your favorite notebook or journal and get ready to take some notes or draw some diagrams, write down your questions for me, you do you. If you want a full transcript of everything that we talk about on this show, including the bonus content, then head over to my Patreon patrons. You have it ready for you in your members area. Okay, now that we've gotten that housekeeping out of the way, let's dive in. So first up, what is asset allocation? Asset allocation falls under the umbrella of portfolio management. It's how you manage your portfolio of investments. And asset allocation is essentially just what your portfolio is made up of. It's the practice of dividing up your resources among different categories of investments. Think of your portfolio like a pie chart. So for example, let's say your portfolio is made up of 50% stocks, 30% bonds, and 20% cash. That's it. That's your asset allocation. It's what proportion of your total portfolio is invested in each asset class. Now, you can also get a bit more granular with this. Let's say you're 100% invested in ETFs. You can look at your asset allocation as what percentage of your total portfolio is invested in each ETF. Maybe you have 50% in the Australian stock exchange and 40% in the US market with 10% in sustainable energy companies. So the best way to look at it is that your asset allocation is just a pie chart of your total portfolio. Now, asset allocation is based on the theory of diversification. That's the idea that investors can reduce their risk by diversifying their investments in different asset classes or different options within one asset class. So the more diversified you are, the more sections you're going to have in your pie chart. And it's a good way to diversify between asset classes, especially when those asset classes don't correlate with each other. Generally, when stocks go up, bonds go down. And when bonds go up, stocks go down. So if your portfolio is split between stocks and bonds, it minimizes the impact of either one of those asset classes being down. For my patrons, part of the bonus content for this episode is a pie chart of my investments and my asset allocation. So you can see all of that in the Patreon members area. Now, another thing to note is that your asset allocation is going to change based on your goals, your risk appetite, and your investing strategy. We talked all about investing strategy in episode 14, so I highly recommend you check out that episode if you haven't already. And as your investing strategy changes, as your goals and risk appetite changes, 
your asset allocation, your pie chart will change over time as well. Okay, so now that we know what asset allocation is, let's move on to rebalancing your portfolio. Honestly, it sounds more complicated than it needs to be. But rebalancing your portfolio is essentially adjusting your investments to maintain a certain asset allocation. So if we go back to my earlier example where your portfolio was split into 50% stocks, 30% bonds and 20% cash. Let's say the stock market is having an amazing year and the value of your stock market investments has exploded. Now you recalculate your asset allocation and you have 70% of your portfolio in stocks, 10% in bonds, and 20% in cash. Do you see how your asset allocation has changed based on the performance of your assets? Your stocks went up and your bonds came down. Now, rebalancing your portfolio means trading assets to return your asset allocation back to the 50-30-20 split you had before. And in order to do that, you need to sell off some of your stocks and purchase more bonds. That's all portfolio rebalancing is. It's just returning your asset allocation to what you wanted it to be. Now, the question is, should you rebalance your portfolio? And the short answer is, it depends. It's going to depend on your investing strategy, which is in turn shaped by your goals and your risk appetite. And it's really a valid question because different types of assets carry different returns and a different level of risk. Bonds are generally less risky than stocks, and we're talking investment grade bonds here, so they generally have a lower return. Stocks have a higher return because they're more risky. It really is a balancing act when you're deciding whether or not you should rebalance your portfolio. But ask yourself this. What's the purpose of your portfolio right now? What's the objective you're aiming for by investing your money today? See, generally, asset allocation has one of four main objectives. One, preservation of capital, where you don't necessarily want to grow your capital, but you don't want to lose it. This becomes much more relevant the closer you get to retirement. You're more likely to invest in less risky assets and assets that don't fluctuate too much. Number two, income. This will be more relevant once you're in retirement and you're relying on your portfolio to provide you with income as opposed to just capital growth. Three, growth. This is when you're focusing on really growing your portfolio, generally when you're younger and still working and you have time to ride out fluctuations in the market. You're more likely to invest more heavily in riskier assets. Or four, balanced. This is where you try to take a balanced approach to growing your portfolio, but still being risk averse or generating some income while still getting some capital gains. And you can see in just those four different portfolio structures, the asset allocation is going to be different. Each of those portfolio structures has a different risk profile, which means that the asset allocation will be different to reflect that risk profile. Some are more aggressive or more conservative. Some lean towards income-producing assets via dividends, while some lean towards capital gains assets. Not only that, but you can see that different portfolio structures make sense at different times in your life. You're not going to be super aggressive with a growth model portfolio when you're a year away from retirement. And you're not going to be super risk-averse with a preservation of capital model when you're in your 20s and 30s and just starting to build wealth. 
But if you did want to rebalance your portfolio, then some online brokers actually have an easy way for you to do that in just a few clicks. But that depends on the broker. Just keep in mind that you may need to pay brokerage fees on every trade you make if you're rebalancing your portfolio. So the long answer of whether or not you should rebalance your portfolio is that it's going to depend on your investing strategy at any given time. And also remember that your investing strategy isn't set in stone. It's going to change over time. Now, I do want to point out, though, that there is some argument against rebalancing your portfolio. Let's go back to our previous example. Stocks have grown from 50% of your portfolio to 70% of your portfolio. And bonds have gone from 30% to 10% of your portfolio. Now, to rebalance your portfolio back to 50% stocks, 30% bonds, and 20% cash, you need to sell stocks and buy bonds, right? But here's the thing. You're selling an overperforming asset to buy more of an underperforming asset. You're limiting your growth by swapping high growth stocks for low growth bonds. And the argument here is that you're being too conservative and foregoing a lot of growth to maintain your asset allocation. On the other hand, though, what if those overperforming assets feels like a rapidly inflated bubble or a runaway hype train to you? And are you worried about a sudden and dramatic market correction? If you don't rebalance your portfolio, you might be taking on more risk than you're comfortable with because a higher proportion of your portfolio is invested in a higher risk asset. And the selling down of that overperforming asset could be seen as the safeguarding of your sudden capital gains. So there's a lot to think about here. It's not an easy answer. It's going to be different from everyone. And it's going to change over time as well. But that is asset allocation and portfolio rebalancing in a nutshell. And that's all I have for you girls on fire today. My challenge for you this week is to calculate your asset allocation. You don't have to rebalance anything if you don't want to. I just want you to calculate it. And then I want you to ask yourself which of those four portfolio models I described in this episode best matches your portfolio. Patrons, remember to check out my post about my personal asset allocation and how it's been changing recently. It's in the Patreon feed. In our next episode, we're talking about how to protect yourself and your hard-earned money online. It's going to be a really interesting episode, so you're definitely not going to want to miss it. Don't forget to rate and review this podcast at papermoneycode.com forward slash podcast review. It really helps me figure out whether you're enjoying this content and learning from it. Reviews help me improve my content so the episodes get better and better and they help other women out in the internet wilderness come and find us as well. It's also a great way to support this show. It's totally free and I love reading your reviews. As always, if you enjoyed this episode or found it interesting, then spread the love and share it with your friends. And remember, when you're in control of your money, you're in control of your life.